Hi everyone, welcome to another Alia Graphic Creator Chat and I'm Jurgi from Kingston Libraries in Victoria and today I'm very excited uh, to be talking to Darren Close, the creator of Killaroo and altogether a great man. Um, anyway, let's dive in. Uh, good afternoon, Darren. How are you going? Hello, I'm good. Good, excellent. I, I really like, um, is this the studio where you usually work? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's my little square area of the uh, the living room. So excellent. It's always good mm. to to see the creator studio. All right. Uh, so uh, you're the creator of Killaroo, and yep. we'll talk about Killaroo later. But who who is Darren Close? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What you do? Um, yeah, I'm a freelance um, graphic designer and artist uh, living in Coburg in Melbourne. And um, yeah, been publishing comics for 20 years. And um, both for myself and I've done some work for others doing inking and lettering and that sort of thing. Um, a few commissions here and there. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Good one. Uh, yeah, I know, I know that you've been around for some time, so most people may know you, but I just thought, you know, just, sure. there may be someone who doesn't know you, so just in case. Um, did you read comics as a kid? Uh, and if so, like, what kind of comics? Do you remember any that stood out? Or Yeah, um, basically, I, I grew up in the country in northern Victoria, and um, the only comics that we had access to there was uh, newsagents um, and got into probably a lot of the Marvel and DC of the late 80s, early 90s. Um, lots of um, Spider-Man and Batman and so forth. And for my stuff, I, I, or my interests, uh, I basically followed the artists. I, I was like... I wouldn't necessarily read a comic when they've shifted artist. I might stop reading it there and, and follow that artist to wherever they went. Um, so basically, it was quite an exciting time in comics back then. Um, you had the formation of image comics, um, and um, that was just a huge boom before the bust. Um, but at that time, it was just a really exciting time in comics, and I was buying stacks of them. It was great. Yeah, I, I was a little bit like that as a kid as well. Um, yeah, I, I had my favorites. Like uh, I always loved uh, Spider-Man and Thor, uh, yeah. but uh, especially. But uh, <coughs> I was uh, I always followed um, the creators as well. So you know, there were some writers that I really liked. There were some artists that I really liked, and wherever they went, I followed. Yeah. Uh, and for example, like Thor has always like since I was little, he's always been one of my favorites. So um, when I was a kid, it was the whole uh, Walt Simonson era, yeah, which was excellent. And, yeah, and there's then some I've great always, comics there. I've always tried to follow him, you know. Yeah, um, I've got a, was, I've got a whole bunch of his stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan too. Yeah, he's he's excellent. And another one that I've always followed uh, um, ever since has been Jim Starlin as well. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He did the um, Infinity Gauntlet. I think that was my first. Yeah. Because um, I was buying Silver Surfer at the time, which he might have been writing actually, 
and Ron Lim was drawing. Yeah, he did some and, of that. Um, yeah, I had a huge run of that stuff. That was that was that was some great comics. Yeah, my favorite of his was Dreadstar. Okay. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love that series, and I I think it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't know about it. You know, um, but yeah, excellent series, excellent. Mm. So, um, for you, what was the turning point? Uh, you know, the moment that you decided, well this is what I want to do. I want to do comics um, because it's not great uh, as a profession <laughs> here no, in this country. It's, it's, it's not really something I would recommend, but um, now I went to high school in Benalla and uh, Damien Shanahan was at that school and he was really into comics and we were sort of trading comics and, and buying comics and so forth, but he was drawing his own comics hmm. Um and that intrigued me because I'd, I'd always liked drawing, but I'd never really was driven in one particular area to focus it on. And he was, he'd just started um, publishing Anthology and his Pizza Man comics. And he kind of took me under his wing a little bit and I got to see how they were putting together those comics. And um, yeah, over time, I, I basically built up enough um, of my skills i guess and and confidence to um start making some of my own excellent um now um i love killer uh i I absolutely love these comics um and you know i've i've spoken to you at a few different events and collected these ones yeah Uh, yeah uh so um you know you were the creator of Killaroo, as far as I know. Um, yep. You know, how did it come about? You know, can you tell us the origin of Killaroo? Yeah, you know, I was studying. I went after after high school in Benalla. I went to La Trobe Uni in Bendigo for uh, graphic design, and um, there was a university magazine there, the, the third degree, and they had a few cartoons and comics done by uni students there as well uh, but um, I was starting to get a bit cocky with my artwork and I thought I looked at the art in in some for some of these and I didn't think it was very good so I thought I'll, I could have a go at um, putting together a, a strip for the for the university magazine and um, I'm not sure what made me think I think it was um, I think at the time there was some sort of news article about a kangaroo that got found with like an arrow stuck in its neck. Um, And I think um, it might have even been rumoured that there was like it was students that did it, like with just a bow and arrow out in a paddock. And I I somehow came across the idea of it's a shame that the kangaroos can't fight back. Um, And I just was just sort of mucking around and came up with the idea of a a killer kangaroo that could fight back. And um, when the students went out to kill them, they were actually being hunted by the kangaroos instead. And it was just a silly sort of one-page strip that got printed on the back of the magazine. And I didn't actually make any more. It was only like one strip and that was it. Mm -hmm. But... um, 
I, I still sort of played around with the character and was just sketched in my sketchbook coming up with different things. Um, but I, it wasn't until about five years later um, after I'd started a website called Oz Comics. Uh, this is all pre-Facebook and social media. And there was like a message board there with um, a lot of local creators. Like, And before then, like the only time um, local people could see each other was at a convention or something like that, you know, because everyone's splintered all over the country. So that the sort of the internet broke down those distances and people could correspond and share their work and that sort of thing. And I got inspired by a lot of creators that were doing their comics and I thought, I, I wouldn't mind um, making some proper comics myself. And um, I, I just thought of the Killaroo character and maybe I could dust him off and, and um, publish something with him. And, Got, got in touch with a few of the artists uh, on the message board, which included like Ben Temple Smith and um, John Somareva and a few other today's big names. Um, and got a cover out of Ben and uh, John did a story. Um, I had uh, a couple of other artists, I think it was Evan Jacobson and Danny McGillick, and basically just came up with um, some Killaroo stories and published a. Uh, the first book, I think it was around 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. <laughs> it's, it's really bad Got for comics. The art's, the art's great, but my writing isn't. And um, I did another book. I followed that up with book two, which was sort of like an anthology of Killaroo stories by other creators. Um, and it was just a mistake to let go of the reins completely. I'd basically said to what would you do in a Killaroo story? And they'd come up with their idea and I'd just say, go, run with it. Rather than trying to establish a singular character and, and how he how he um, existed in, in his world. It was just sort of like, it was like a comic of Elseworlds. Did they see Elseworlds yep. where they basically go, well, here's a different character, here's a different character. So it was like, you know, seven or eight stories of seven or eight different kinds of killaroos so it took a while but um i think around 2010 i decided to reboot um the story with a few other artists with ryan wilton and um just sort of okay let's figure out a proper origin story for the character and then i can do ongoing stories with this guy not you know a dozen other characters so there's a lot of lessons we learned back then in how to actually tell us a, um, a continuing story of a character rather than just, you know, throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, I, I really like that story, you know. I really like how, well, you just came up with it, you were just mucking around, oh, yeah, you know, a killer kangaroo. Then, you know, you went through that stage of, okay, well, we're actually putting some comics together and different people and, all that and then you know learning from all that process you know yeah. until you figure out exactly what you wanted i have to say i haven't read any of those i've only read good. the newer <laughs> stuff um and now i'm curious about <laughs> those old ones thank thankfully they're just about out of print so that's good <laughs> <laughs> yes 
collector's items, collector's items. Mm. But uh, so in, in this new um, series of uh, killer rule books that you've published, yep. um, you've been the main writer, but there are uh, some other writers here and there as well, but you've been the main yeah. writer. Yeah, well, with the, with the origin book was Scars, so that's sort of like issue one, if you like, and that runs into the Gang Wars series that you've got there. Yeah. And um, at the start of that, Ryan and I basically sat down and we, pr we put together probably about a paragraph of a story kernel, if you like. Yep. So, and we, we then assembled um, a bunch of different writers and um, artists, well, writers first, and basically said, okay, here's all these little story kernels um, that we want to have in the book. Pick one that you like, and then you can sort of expand it out into how you want it to be. Um, and that way it gave the writers some sort of freedom to come up with their own idea, but I was able to still hold the reins and make sure that basically where the character starts and where he ends in that story is where I want him to be. So... And just collaborating that way. And they'd come up with ideas and, and I'd sort of, I'd, I'd either pull them back or I'd go, no, that sounds great. Go ahead with that. So just, it's just a way of making sure that the essence of the character remains, even though different writers are approaching him. I think that's really important. And I think you're doing a great job of it because uh, um, uh, I really loved uh, Scars. And that's actually the first one that I read. Yep. I don't have it here with me because we were kind of in the um, in the middle of moving. House, oh, okay. Uh, uh, when when this whole lockdown thing started, so I have some books here and I have some books in storage and things like that. But um, yeah, so uh, Scars is a great entry point. So yeah. anyone watching, I recommend you start there. Uh, and um, I, I absolutely loved it. But yeah. I really like how you're uh, collaborating with different creators, you know, but still um, making sure that you you keep track of the story and the character and and all that. So, in this kind of collaborations, because you you've collaborated with some different writers and lots of different artists. Yep. Sometimes you draw as well, but sometimes you don't. Um, there's been somewhere I've inked. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like to still be involved and um, there's a few stories that I've uh, decided to ink myself um, from another penciler's stuff. Um, but um, primarily I've used other artists and it does tend to, you know, when, when, when you're paying very little, it, it's hard to crack the whip and get them to actually do the work so um with gang wars number six i'm actually drawing that one entirely myself so and i found i'm even more slack than a lot of the artists that i've been using it's been a couple of years and i'm still only a few pages in but um yeah the plan is that i'm going to draw um most of the killer stories from this point on Okay, that, that, that's really interesting. And, uh, and actually, well, here's one that you drew yourself. Ah, yes, yep. Yeah, uh, you also gave me a very special um, drawing of Kilroy. Oh, it's a little sketchy in there, yeah. Yes, 
Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing your art, actually. Yeah. Oh, cheers. I'm really looking forward because um, this is a this is also a great book, by the way. I absolutely love okay. it. Very very personal. Um, yeah. Very personal, and you know, um, um, very intimate, very powerful stuff. So yeah, that 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 came about from a, like a twenty four hour comic challenge. Which is what a uh, exercise that I think um, I think it was Scott McLeod first came up with. I, I can't recall, but um, yeah, the the challenge being you have to make a comic within twenty four hours straight. Um, and um, yeah, I just decided to do a little bit of an autobiographical comic, and at, with every page that I got in, it just got more and more intense. <laughs> Um, and um, just really got quite dark. Um, but um, I, I found that quite therapeutic. I think that was that was a, a good book for me to get some of my inner demons out of my head and onto the page, and, and it's helped to quiet them a little bit. They're, they're still there, but they're a bit quieter than they used to be. So is Killaroo keeping them in line, or is... Well, in that story, like Killaroo is the inner demon. Um, yeah, I know. So I, that was, I was just using him as sort of like a a uh, avatar for what that those demons are are saying. But um, yeah, I, I guess um, he's, he's just not. He's still pretty nasty in some of the other stories, but he's not as nasty to me as he used to be. That's good. That's a good. Mm. Um, it, it, it sounds like you're uh, getting into a good relationship there. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm not going to ask you to choose um, a favorite artist that you work with, yeah. but uh, maybe if you can tell us a collaboration that really surprised you, a, an artist that you know pushed you as a writer, maybe, or or that yeah. transformed your ideas to something greater than what you thought, or. Um, I'd say I've I've done several stories with um, Adam Rose. Uh, he's a um, Queensland-based artist. Um, he's he'd done a couple of gang war stories, and he also collaborated with me on a on the Township Mine book, which yeah. is probably the, the 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 latest book as far as chronology is concerned. That's the one. That's this one. Yeah, great book. And. Um, just, uh, I think it was just a, a, like he he started out um, with the the first gang wars story, maybe a little green. Um, I, like I needed to pull him up on a few things here and there, um, as far as getting things drawn right. But um, over this course of the three st stories that we worked on, he's really blossomed into a. a a much greater artist than he used to be and and that was that was kind of kind of enjoyable to be a part of you know just sort of and and he lifted the stories that I had written to a, a point um, that I didn't think they would go so yeah I, I, I guess I really enjoyed working with Adam on on those on those stories in particular but like you say there's there's been a lot of great artists that I've worked with so it is hard to pinpoint one um Emmanuel Hernes who did the um the Stones of Karangira one like that took 
took a long time to get that story done, but I, I liked how that evolved because it's basically Killaroo dealing with PTSD um, after the Gang Wars series and and putting that on paper and, and seeing how he reacts and sort of how he came from an arc of wanting to be a good guy, but just a bit like Breaking Bad, you know, they, they start out with the, with the greatest of intentions and it doesn't always end well, so... Yeah. Funny enough, the first one that I read was um, Scars and the second one I read was that one. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, the second one I read was that one and I was completely hooked. As soon as I read those two, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to, I need more. So then Mm -hmm. I started getting, uh, you know, Gang Wars and uh, Township Mind. So, yeah, great stuff. And and definitely you've, you've worked with, really great artists um, yeah. there. And, and it, it's great to see also, you know, some that I didn't know about at all. Um, obviously, I'm not Australian. I didn't, well, now I am. But, you yeah. know, I didn't grow up in Australia, I should say. Um, you know, uh, but um, so I'm learning about uh, Australian creators and, um, yeah. and uh, you know, to see... Uh, stuff from John Somariba, who is doing you know stuff with uh, uh, Marvel and things like that. But you know, also to see other creators that I've that I haven't encountered anywhere else. So you know, yeah. it's, it, it's it's been great. So then I I check them. You know, it's like okay, well, I really like this uh, art style. So what else uh, mm. has this person done? Anyway, what's in the future for Killaroo? Um, uh, well, like I said, um, there's the sixth and final episode of uh, Gang Wars, which I've actually got, if you just bear with me, I've got a few pages that I've, I've been drawing for those. I can sort of give you a, get a, a look at. Here. Yeah, so I'm not sure how well the red pencil's going to show up on the screen. But, yeah, um, yeah so that's page one from yeah. gang wars um, number six that's nice. and i've got page two here somewhere there it is yeah so sort of a there's a close-up shot of um of uh killaroo there sort of just walking a bit um he's just been through through a bit of trauma there so did lots of shadows and and um heavy inks for that one yeah um so yeah that's the idea is to basically um finish off the gang wars series with that story uh, which leads into the stones book and then township and then i'm probably going to do an ongoing series after that that's set after township mine where basically he's on the run from the government from the media um because I sort of, he's been like an urban legend before, but at the end of Township Mine, he's sort of exposed on TV as sort of like a Bigfoot is real sort of thing. So, yeah. so yeah, that's that's kind of where the Killery story will go from there. Um, I'm also working with Stuart Black on a crossover with his Four Horse Femmes book, um, which is um, I think he's about sixty pages in. So that and that'll be a full colour book, which I'm looking forward to. Um, we'll probably do a Kickstarter for that one, maybe in the next month or two. 
because yeah. um, he's almost done, and then we can just print it and send it out. So, so uh, yeah, that will be so that will feature a Killaroo, and it will be in color. Yes, yeah, oh, nice. and um, that's also the plan for Gang Wars Six and the ongoing series. Is I'm going to color it as well. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Go because up until now everything's been black and white. So. Just all black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And um, mm. were, were you thinking also of um, trade paperbacks? Um, yeah. Well, one of the things that's been stopping that, as as you know, is um, because Gang Wars Six isn't done. Yeah. It's hard for me to collect it all because the middle chapter's not there. So the idea is, um, once Gang Wars Six is done, I'm then going to produce. And I'll probably use Kickstarter for, to fund that as well because trade paperbacks aren't cheap. Um, and I'll basically collect from Scars through to Township Mine in either two or three trade paperbacks because, yeah, it, it's, it's, as you know, not getting my character into the libraries and bookshops is, is really limiting the scope and, and the audience that he can reach. So, yeah, that's definitely on the cards for hopefully by the end of the year. Excellent. Excellent. Um, uh, so meanwhile, where and how can people buy Killaroo? Uh, well, I'm still working on the website, so that's down at present. But um, if you just, if people want to just go to Facebook to the Killaroo page and just drop me a message there or Instagram on, or Twitter, I, I've got, um, Killaroo pages set up on all three of those. So, yeah, just excellent. Just drop me in line, and and I and I can send you some books. Excellent. Now, um, at the end of last year and early this year, Australia was quite literally burning, and mm. lots of creators got together and created this amazing anthology book called Australia yep. Burns, and uh, which is really excellent also an excellent anthology from different creators different writers um with short stories uh and all the proceeds of it go to charity as well yeah that's right uh and i know that you were quite heavily involved to uh, with this so can you tell yep. us how it came about uh big tim styles in canberra came up with the idea and started um putting that book together um, and I'm a friend of his and I, and I asked if he had someone on board to do the the design side of it because I can um, do that on my computer with um, do, do the layouts for it. So I came on board to basically help him compile it and um, get it ready to print. Um, and uh, at a certain point during the production cycle of that book, Tim had to essentially drop out or not drop out, but become less of a name on the book because as a government employee, he, can't, he couldn't be seen as criticising this government as any, in any form. So, it, so basically um, it got handballed over to me, which I was happy to, to, to take on and not realising exactly how much work I was getting myself into. But it all, it all worked out in the end. Um, we've got some amazing artists and some really heartbreaking stories in that book. Like even as the pages were coming in and I'm putting them into the book, like I was just 
breaking down in tears. Like some of them are really quite brutal. But look, um, uh, just it, it needed to be said, sort of thing. So yeah, look, just with the very first story, I was already, you know, I was yeah. already in tears. Uh, that first story really, really got me. Um, and you know, then of course, like every anthology, you know, every story goes yeah. in its ups and downs and different tones and all that. But there are some really, really amazing stories here, and it's really amazing how it came together. Uh, and it's a book that uh, we as Alia Graphic really promoted as much as Cheers. we could, you know, on, on yep. Twitter and things like that. And I really, really encourage um, any librarian or library uh, to, to get this. So where yep. can they buy the book? Well, it's, it's still generating money for charity. Um, so basically there's not really a wholesale price for libraries and so forth um it's twenty dollars a book and all of that goes to the six charities um that um we've assembled it's generated i think uh, almost twenty thousand dollars now so all of that has been donated to uh, a bunch of charities and you can order it from australiaburns.bigcartel.com um, there's a number of options there as far as quantities that people want to order. Um, there's a few prints there as well if, if you prefer to have stuff on your wall. Um, and I think also ALS Library Services, they've they bought a number of, um, a, qu a quantity of books and I think you can order it from them as well for, for libraries in particular. Yeah, because uh, this one's actually a trade paperback and it's got yep. an ISBN number. So yeah, ask your library supplier and make sure that they get it because it's really worth having. And I really think that this is, this is the kind of book that really every Australian library should have. So. Um, well, I think I, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't even need to be into comics really to appreciate that book. Like yeah. it's it, because that, that uh, crisis just touched everyone and um, it, it really comes through in that book. Yeah, and it's got some real stories as well, and mm. it, it's got a bit of everything for everyone, to be honest. Yeah. So no, yeah, very, very proud with how that book turned out. Yeah. Now, um, after Australia burned, <laughs> now we have the virus. What mm. a year! So uh, there, there's a great initiative started by Australian creators to support local comic stores, um, yep. uh, and I believe that uh, it started with John Sumariva. That's right. Um, can you tell us about it and how people can support it? I know that you had your own uh, art uh, as well. Yep. Yeah, but basically John and uh, David Yarden set up a, a, a number of eBay listings uh, for creators. I think there's currently, uh, there's one from Mike Chrome and Nicholas Scott and a few other artists that they've sort of been circulating it through for the last couple of weeks. And yeah, essentially the artists have donated their work and all proceeds that uh, the winning bidder um, of each item, it goes into a pool of money, which is then distributed across to every comic shop in Australia, which have been doing it really tough because they haven't been able to get new books in from the US until this week. Yeah. So um, it's basically a way of creators who have been supported by these stores by them stocking our books 
a way of giving back, I guess, and and helping them uh, stay stay open, really. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a, a great initiative. I thought it was a really, really great initiative, and and uh, there've been some amazing. There's been some amazing yeah. artwork there. I wish I had the money to buy all of them. <laughs> Me too. Um, uh, uh, but you know, um, yeah. Unfortunately, um, I don't have that much money. But yeah, really worth supporting. Uh, we'll put the uh, the link for the yep. eBay um, for eBay. Um, on our notes so that people can find it and hopefully yep. we can support the comic stores a little bit more and um, just kind of wrapping up uh, uh, sure. you know at the end um, would you like to share three comics or graphic novels that you've read recently and and recommend to others um, my all-time favorite book which um i started reading back in high school and i'm still collecting it now is uh savage dragon from image comics um it's up to nearly issue 250 now um and i've just i've never stopped um reading that book it's it's a really it's a it's kind of a throwback to 60s kind of um superhero slugfest kind of comics um and yeah it's just um it's always been my favorite book and um still is today um what else i t i tend to be i don't read as much of the new stuff apart from savage dragon um i tend to go back in back to like the 70s and 80s for for comics that i like to read um i guess sin city would be another one uh, that was more of a '90s book by Frank Miller, and that 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 book, much like uh, Dark Knight Returns that he did for DC Comics, his his work sort of changed how I looked at comics and how they how to tell stories and how to approach the art. Like his his stuff just blew me away. Um, trying to think of what else. I, I'm I'm. I, I don't really tend to read a, a lot of comics or um, I just sort of follow the artists. So I, yeah. I'm, when I go to the store, to the comic shop and look at the racks, I, it's the art that will grab me and determine whether I pick it up. Um, Jason Sean Alexander did a run on Spawn recently and I think he's started his own series called Killadelphia. And that's really, really nice too. So I guess those are probably my three recommendations. Good stuff. Excellent. Yeah. So um, uh, thank you for uh, joining us today, Darren. And um, no where can people find you, follow you? Uh, I'm, I'm all over social media. So it's um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's not hard to find me. So if you just type in Killaroo, you'll you'll get me. And just make sure you spell it correctly. So that's K-I-L-L-E-R-O-O. -L -L no worries. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for your no time. Worries. And uh, And, you know, good luck finishing that last book. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, uh, and also that crossover. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks uh, very much. Thank you. See ya. Cheers.